Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Santos. I'm uh, from Zebedee. I did a couple things yesterday. I don't know if everybody was here. Um, I'll be presenting on Zebedee APIs. So we, Zebedee has Lightning services. We provide plug and play, fully functional Lightning network support via simple API. Uh, we have all, support for all pillars of the Lightning network protocol available by like simple REST APIs. So we have support for Lightning address, LN URL, uh, and invoices, both 11s. Uh, if you're not familiar with Lightning addresses, they're an emerging re human readable identifier that is used to receive money. Looks like an email. Uh, LNURL is a payment orchestration protocol that enables static invoices and easy withdrawals and deposits on the web. And then uh, I like to consider both 11s like single use payment requests that have an expiration. I, I, you have amount list invoices now, so I guess I should probably update this portion. But they are also typically only payable once. Uh, at least in many of the different applications. Uh, here's Lightning Address. You can use them to send, receive, split payments, um, and it offers a really easy to use user experience since it looks just like an email. It's something that people are already familiar with. Sending money also becomes as easy as sending an email. You're not dealing with QR codes directly anymore. You can see a visual representation on the right and um, you know, an example user at provider.com can do easy deposit and withdrawals. As I mentioned, you can do payment splitting. We have an implementation for that uh, that we've done on the Zebedee side. Essentially, you just can collect a list of Lightning addresses and amounts from a user and then, then just loop over them and fire payments. So it's pretty straightforward to implement. Uh, here's an example of like a user experience flow for Lightning address. So you can see Alice wants to send a payment to Bob using Lightning address. So she entered the amount of 1,000, entered uh, the Lightning address, and then fired the payment. From there, um, here's an example of like payouts. So this could be a pretty interesting use case for fintech as an example. So if you wanted to do like a payroll application or for example, we considered doing it for eSports where you could do payouts that way. So tournament winners, collect the lightning addresses and fire the payment. Or you can even associate it with like a user if you have like an account system as an example. You could look up the users that won the tournament and then process a payment programmatically. Um, and it's pretty much the same case for like payment splitting. So what I do, for example, for um, Emeralize, I'll cover later on in uh, the presentation. Uh, you can also do automatic withdrawal. So I have implemented this on Emeralize, where you can just like set a Lightning address associated with the user, and then every time they reach a certain threshold, at least like 10 sats, you can fire the payment, so you can dramatically reduce like custodial risk. Um, you could also do the same sort of flow with key send. So if you wanted to send by like PubKey, it's virtually the same. You just set um, a public key and then you just fire payments. Now getting into LNURL, um, like more like LNURL pays or what we call like static charges at Zebedee, uh, and then withdrawal requests, which are LNURL withdrawals. Uh, I like to see them as ways to get like money into applications for LNURL pay, so like deposits. You could also use it for like tipping examples. We built a product called Zebedee Streamer. You can basically put a QR code on a screen and now people can just like fire payments to that QR code. So that's one use case. Or if you're trying to build like a white label wallet uh, in a simple way as a concept, you could also do that. So you could generate uh, 
a static charge or LN URL pay associated with the user. And then um, every time that static charge is paid, you get a webhook. So then you know that you, that specific charge by that ID has been paid. And then you can update the user's balance. Conversely, uh, if you have like a ledger system, you could also let the user withdraw using LN URL withdrawal requests. You could do voucher application. Uh, these are some of the cool use cases that uh, I've seen done using LN URL withdrawals. You could also um, use it to pay for like a good. I've seen it done that way too because you can generate an LN URL withdrawal on your side and then the merchant could actually scan it and get the funds deposited into like whatever wallet application that they're using. So you can see kind of another like visual representation on the right. And here's an example like a UX flow of like an LN URL uh, pay or static charge as we call it. Um, basically, Alice wants to tip the creator. Uh, she scans the QR code, confirms the payment, and it's processed. The downside is that it's still not like human readable. Uh, so if she were to like not be, if she like on her desktop as an example, she would need to know to like be able to uh, copy an encoded message. Uh, which is not human readable, which could be tricky for the user experience, especially if they're not like familiar with Lightning, as an example. So that's something to consider. Uh, I like to embed these in like buttons, and I don't like to make the user copy it or interact with it. I like try to make it as easy to use as possible. Uh, withdrawal requests, these are very easy since you can represent them as a button or a QR code that can be scanned. So it works quite well for like desktop and um, mobile. Then, uh, then you kind of, then you have short, uh, support for uh, both 11s or what we call charges uh, for the Lightning Network. Um, I like to think of these as being very useful for like e-commerce use cases, since nearly like every wallet uh, supports it. Same with like point of sale applications. So uh, uh, with the Zebedee API, charges are single use, so that means they can only be paid once. Uh, they're also not human readable. They have a specified amount, and then they also have an expiration that they need to be paid for or paid by. Um, the flow, more things can go wrong. I think from like a user experience perspective, using uh, both 11 invoices. So you can see here, this is like a success flow. Uh, this is like the ideal case. There's many more steps. Uh, they also, it requires like synchronous um, communication as well. Uh, for the most part, if you're like trying to transfer money, you, you can't just like copy a withdrawal request and send it. If you were to like try and copy an invoice and send it to another person, they'd have to pay it before the expiration time. Um, and only uh, for the specific amount for many uh, wallet applications. Phoenix is like an exception, I guess, uh, where you could overpay or tip over the invoice amount, but I don't know of any other wallets that have support for that at this stage. Maybe that could be something cool for the hackathon. And then the other um, thing that I wanted to cover, which is uh, API for Keysend. I kind of touched this on this earlier. We also have APIs for, uh, well, a single API for Keysend payments. So if you're interested in doing that, that's a pretty cool use case. One thing I thought of is like a DCA use case. So like imagine if you buy Bitcoin and then you could fire a payment to a pub key, so a user's node and then have it like automatically withdrawn into their own custody. I thought that could be kind of a cool thing to work on. Or you can payment split. Uh, our, one of our partners, Fountain, uses this API to process payments uh, via Keysend for their value, to, uh, for value spec. 
and kind of touching on well like I, I mentioned this yesterday but you should always build with like revenue in mind like how are you going to monetize uh, this opportunity so I like to think of it that you can add a spread so since you are building this in like a web application or mobile application you're also using APIs you can add in like a 2% spread. I, I take I do 1% on Emeraldize whenever I process a payment. So it's a 2% uh, total. So Zebedee charges 1% to process the payment. I charge 1% to process the payment on my platform. And it's a 2% fee. If you wanted to go higher, that's perfectly acceptable. I've heard that Amazon charges from 40 to 60% for like ebook and audiobook sales. Uh, Coursera charges 70% if you uh, purchase something on their platform, they get you a user. So this comparatively is like much better economics for uh, creators and general like payment processing. Stripe is also moving up there. Um, I believe they charge for their API 2.9% plus 30 cents. So you're still also being able to dramatically lower the cost of payment processing in this way. Um, so that can also bring, help you bring users into your app by giving cost savings. So this is how um, you can monetize. You can monetize on people bringing money in, and you can monetize on people bringing money out, or you could just charge like a flat subscription fee as well. But these are some of the uh, the things that I've seen like work quite well, and that still offer tremendous savings. So here's an example of like a, a Bolt 11 invoice flow that I built for my own uh, platform. So basically, you can click Buy Now. Uh, generates a Bolt 11. You can click the button to open it up in Wallet, or you can scan it with your phone. You can then process the payment with the browser extension like Zebedee's, or like Albi as an example. And what happens is it fires back a webhook, and you can update the status in your database of that invoice to completed. And then the, when the front end of that application checks the status in the database, it's been marked completed, so then you know to redirect the user, and which user to credit as well as upon receiving that callback. So I've implemented things from the Zebedee API for course purchases, tipping, um, sharing revenue, so I can automatically split payments between uh, users. And then if they hit a threshold of over 100 sats, I fire a lightning address payment automatically. So then they can withdraw to their own like preferred wallet, whether that's like their own BTC pay server, like generate a lightning address, or they're using another provider. It's up to them. Um, yeah, and so that's kind of some of the use cases that I found. I have some others that I'm interested in pursuing too, but you can really do quite a lot uh, with, with these primitives. Uh, next, like, like I mentioned before, uh, Fountain does boost, and they also do payment splitting. So they use the Zebedee API to accomplish that uh, all programmatically. Uh, lastly, we have Slice, which created a browser extension, so it's like a non-shitcoin version of Brave. So you basically browse and you watch ads, and then you get Bitcoin for doing so, and they use the Zebedee API uh, to process payouts. I believe they use the LNURL withdrawal request uh, flow to move funds out of their, their platform. I don't have a video for this one. So you can see here, uh, the choice is also clear, like users prefer Bitcoin. We've seen that in terms of like gamer reward payouts that people prefer Bitcoin. We've seen dramatic increases in retention as well as return on ad spend. And Slice has seen the same thing too. 95% of users prefer Bitcoin. So that's also a really good use case is uh, rewards. 
And then uh, let's fire our first payment with the uh, Zebedee API. So, so I have uh, the Zebedee API, API reference pulled up here. So I'll generate like a charge as an example. So I can just like copy the charge. I've already like created a project where I have funds uh, loaded up in the wallet. And then uh, I can just click new. HTTP request, and then I plugged in my API key here. I just titled it API key. Don't worry, I'll regenerate um, that API key. It's not anything sensitive for this. Okay, so authorization, no API key found. I'll just plug it in. All right, so the request was hit. Now let's go ahead and get the parameters. So we'll throw in some JSON there. Let me go back to Arc Browser. Here we go. And I fired a payment. Uh, the last one didn't succeed because I had an extra comma there. So it's that easy. So I just generated a charge. I could start building with uh, Zebedee API uh, quite quickly. And then if I want to send a lightning address payment, as you can see, uh, I have the body of the request populated. I just went to the API uh, reference, pulled up the endpoint, added it, added the body of the request, and then I can fire payments. And then I received a payment to my Lightning address. My phone's over there, so I can't show you. Actually, I can show you from my Chrome browser. And I received 10 sats. So if you want to start building Lightning applications quickly for the hackathon, this would be a great use case because you don't have to worry about managing uh, any infrastructure, spinning up any liquidity. You can just like get started and start prototyping. And then I put together these resources for you, for you all. So uh, I showed some of these yesterday. So I created a bunch of UX flows uh, using bootstrap components. So you can see here I did one for like lightning address payouts. I did one for paywalls and the flow, like how that works. Static deposits, tips, withdrawal requests, and uh, both 11 flows, including uh, air cases. I added some technical implementation hints for everyone if you're new to like implementing Lightning or using the Zebedee API or APIs in general, you can check this out. So I give like the ideal case, like you need to check if the amount's greater than 10, check the validity, which we also have an endpoint for, and then process the payment. You'll receive a webhook and then what to do. Uh, after you receive the webhook, I give some hints. You could be creating a transaction, crediting your user, directing them to a success page. And I do that for like most of the endpoints I thought would be useful for the hackathon. But if you have any questions, you can always ask me. Uh, lastly, I put together, if like you're brand new to web application development, I put together a course uh, with screenshots and like a step-by-step -step guide on how to build your first uh, Lightning app using Django and Python. So I guess the only prerequisite would be Python. And I included lots and lots of screenshots. So even if you're not like familiar with Python, you know another programming language, you could still get started 
uh, writing code and shipping an application by the end of the hackathon and use Lightning. Ultimately, what you get is, uh, let me go back here. Is you get this little bootstrap looking application, works in mobile too, where you can like add a lightning address, enter an amount, and fire a payment. And it does that all programmatically. And if you want to check out my, my application too, emeraldize.app, I have all the stuff I discussed today available, including like lightning information if you're new to lightning. I think everyone here already knows lightning, but just in case. And I uh, also had like a step by step walkthrough of like setting up an account with Zebedee. Uh, project, et cetera, how to get started, along with uh, Lightning Network primitives. So I add like use cases, uh, what I've seen to be good, points of friction, and all the product flows and everything as well. So that, that's pretty much like the end of my talk. Uh, is there any questions? No, it, it, it runs on all of our infrastructure. Oh, okay. Yep. Do you have the streamer tool? Uh, the streamer tool, there is a guide on like how to hook into the payments, so you can use like the Zebedee streamer, but also get like any events where like someone is making a payment to that QR code. To like build your own streamer application, though, you could generate uh, a static charge, save it, and then you can render it as an image, and then now you're like anytime that you receive a payment, it's going to go to the web, the callback URL that you specify at the time of creating that static charge. So you could build like your own uh, streamer tools around that. That's exactly what we did actually uh, to, to build Zebedee Streamer. That's correct. Uh, for like volumes, uh, it's a case by case basis. So like if you need more volumes, we can always chat. Like and what kind of needs that you have, like how many transactions are processing and like what kind of volume you need, and then we can take care of you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for the feedback. All right. Any other questions? Cool. Well, um, I'm Santos, Vice President of Strategy at Zebedee, Emeralize. Um, if you need me, you know where to find me. I'm going to be here. Peace.